0: Hey there, this is Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin Boone, and I am always so glad that you have stopped by, that you have taken the time out of your busy schedule to listen to my podcast. So stay tuned. I pray that you're going to be blessed by what I have to share with you. God's Word is amazing. So sit tight. I'll be right back. All right, y'all. Let's do this. You ready? Let's go. Got your Bible? Now, if you're driving, don't worry about it. I I got you covered. <laughs> and I pray that the covering of the Lord is yours as well. All right. So we are today, this episode, we're going to be talking about You Gotta Love Me. This message is directed, as the scriptures talk about, not Robin, but as the scriptures talk about, this message, this um, these scriptures that I'm going to read, they are directed to Christians. They are directed to followers, disciples of Christ. And love is a big deal. The love we're going to be talking about in this episode is agape love and it's a sacrificial love it's a you first love which is oftentimes so so contrary to our culture our society our cultures our society as a whole in the United States I'll say but I think in humanity It's a big issue. It's a big struggle. Love has so many definitions depending on where people are, what they have learned, what they have been exposed to, what we have endured in the name of love, what we have seen in the way of love, we see... Love that is perverted and that's called love. But love, true love is sacrificial. It is not all about me. Of course we have to love ourselves because if we don't love who we are, who God made us to be, then how can we possibly love others? we have a self-hatred? Well, that is going to spill out as you and I relate to others, as we relate to family members, spouses, children, extended, everyone. It's going to come out in some kind of way. So self-hatred is definitely non-productive and we have to get to the point where we love ourselves, but not so much that it's all about me. Or not so much that it's all about you. So let's get into the word right now. This really, God wants us to love. As Christians, God really wants us to love one another. And I mentioned in a previous episode how the closer I draw to the Lord and the more I allow him to change me, to transform my mind and my heart, the more I allow him to show me how to walk and live as a new creation in Christ, the deeper my love is for my brothers and my sisters. And the more evident it is, the more open I am to give love and the more open I am to receive love. Let's look at John 4, first scripture. There are so many. I may spend mo- more time reading the word here than, than ever, but I really uh, want to get into this. John 13, John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. All right. This is a Christian standard Bible version and then I'm going to take that same verse uh, passage and go into the complete Jewish study Bible okay John 1334 I give you a new command love one another just as I have loved you you are also to love one another by this everyone will know That you are my disciples if you love one another. This concerns me because the love, the love factor is missing in a lot of Christian circles. It's, It's there, but it's cliquish and it's compartmentalized. Some love one another in their little circle. You can just say amen or ouch. Some others love those in their little circle and we've got these little patches where it's a form of love because love, the way it is here, we're to love this one circle over here need this one circle of of love, loving one another and I'm talking about in the church. I'm not I'm definitely not talking about out there out you know in the in the Christian community, okay? We have that circle over. well that circle over there needs to come with the uh, second circle and share that love. and then the other circle over here, needs to come together with circles one and two and come on together. And then they all love each other. And we all come together. I see this really too often. It's just like I hear said a lot, by four and no more. What? How is the world, how are those outside of Christ how are those outside of Christ going to know that we belong to Christ if we don't love all the one another's, let's say in our churches? When people come in, do they see us loving on one another? Not in our own circles, but do they see us loving on each other do they see us caring for one another do they see us lifting one another up in prayer if we see a brother or sister and they're struggling this particular day do they see the Saints do they see the believers gathering around that brother or sister And praying for them and lifting them them up and encouraging them do they hear testimonies in the church I'm talking about this time in the building do they hear testimonies of how such-and-such prayed for me and and this one lifted me and this one provided meals for me when I couldn't cook for myself or or this one or this whole house this specific body part of the body, this specific church, really takes care of their own. Yeah, this is a big deal. The love that we are to have for one another is a fervent, sacrificial love. And it's not the sacrificial love that... It's not the sacrificial love where... We sacrifice ourselves and everybody else, too, where I'm sacrificing myself for the good of everyone else. But everyone else that does not agree with me comes down with me, gets taken down with me, if you understand what I'm saying. That is not love. Love is sacrificial to the point where... You lay down your life, and I'm going to get into these scriptures, uh, for your brothers. If that's what it takes, if you physically have to lay down your life to spare to spare one of your brother's lives, that makes me think of, um, you hear stories of. Um, and it may not be, you know, Christians or, or, or anything like that, but parents laying down their lives for their children, that's the kind of love I'm talking about. That's the kind of love that that, that Christ is, is offering us, that we lay down our lives. If you hear uh, certain stories, like if there's an earthquake or, or something, I, I believe there was something really tragic that happened recently, maybe in the last several months, six, six seven months, and... Uh, one of the people found was a father covering his child. The father died, but the child survived and You see this all the time, not hopefully not you know that kind of tragedy too frequently, but it happens where children i'm sorry, parents will lay down their lives. For their children. Because the love that we have for our kids. It is something to behold. They can turn against us. They can do everything. But the love that God has put in us to have for our children. And that for our children is amazing. And that brings to mind this whole message about love. God put that love in parents. And we don't even know we have it until we become a parent, whether it's through adoption, whether it's through even foster fostering but or naturally. God has given human beings the ability to love like he does when we become parents. That in itself is amazing because God is the ultimate, the most amazing parent. the most amazing parent. Yet he has given every human being the capacity to love unconditionally. Even unsaved people love their children unconditionally. It's in us. And when we become born again, we learn how to love others unconditionally because then we have the spirit of God so it's not just our children that we love unconditionally it's our brothers and our sisters in Christ that we love unconditionally i'm 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 pleading with you if you find that you are not loving like Christ if you find that you are cliquish in your quote unquote love if you find that The love of God is not evident in your life. And I'm telling you, sometimes I've seen it in my life. I have seen it in my life. Not evident. I love so-and-so and so-and-so and -and and this so-and-so over here because they are so-and-so. I don't love them. How can I? But man, I tell you, when God started pulling back the layers and digging up the stuff that hindered me from loving because of hurt, and that's where a lot of it comes from. There are so many, like there are distortions that people have experienced when it comes to love, serious distortions, perversions of what love really is. And when God begins to get in with His Word and the true love of the saints, it just it washes it away. It melts it. There's healing. The Holy Spirit gives us what we need to be able to love. So, with that, let me go into First John chapter two. And and this is not going to be uh, very long. First John, there's so much. I just I want to encourage you to read First John, the book of First John and focus in the on the parts about love cuz it is amazing. So anyway, um So we we read in John 13, 34 and 35, the commandment. Now, this is before Jesus is going to the cross. And let me go back because before Jesus is going to the cross, he's telling them what's going to happen, right? And so he says, listen, I am not going to be here with you much longer. I'm going to go away and where I go, you cannot come. And then he says, you need to, I did say this. I'm sorry, I got a little off track. So John 13, 35 in the complete uh, Jewish study Bible this is what it says. I'm giving you a new command, uh, 1334, that you keep on loving each other. See, it says that you keep on loving each other. He's talking to his disciples. In the same way that I have loved you, you are to also keep on loving each other. Everyone will know that you are my Talmudim or disciples by the fact that you have love for each other. And that was my question. How will they know if we don't love each other? But the key is loving the way Christ loved us. Because he talked, he said keep on loving each other the same way that I have loved you. He had not yet been to the cross, y'all. He hadn't gone to the cross. So we don't see in his words there that he's referring to his crucifixion because he says, see that, that you love each other as I have loved you. In other words, from the time that Jesus came into their lives, he showed them love. He showed them compassion. How did he do that? He showed it to them by teaching them, by having patience with them. He revealed himself. He trained them. He discipled them. He strengthened. He encouraged them. He valued them. He valued them. He took these men from where they were and he valued them. Even though some were misfits and just out there in the world, he put his hand on them and said, come follow me. And they followed him. Sometimes he rebuked them in love. He valued, he cared for them. No matter what their condition was, he called them and then he changed their hearts. He poured out of himself into them. And that's what love will do. True agape love. We will take what is in us of God and we will pour it into others. We will not be able to keep it for ourselves. That's what I said in the beginning. This is not about me and it's not about you. It's about others and having, we want we want the unsaved to see this agape love operating in us and among us. Yes, we do. Because they need to know the lost, the unsaved need to know that they when they come to Christ, they are going to be safe. Not safe in the sense of not having trials and tribulations, as Christians, but safe in a community of believers who love one another unselfishly, compassionately, who do for others and give of themselves and come together. And I mean, we are so different individually. We are so different, but when we begin to value the differences and embrace the differences and not allow those differences to divide us, it's a beautiful thing. I see it in my own church. I see love and I see God breaking down walls. We come together when it's necessary, even when it's not, but we come together and we, we love on each other. And and yes, we have issues, but God is moving in the midst. The Holy Spirit is tearing down. And the thing is, it has to come with a tearing down on the inside of each person first. Because if we just love on the external, you know, on the outside, that's not love. But when God begins to do the work on the inside of us, on the inside of everyone in the church, for instance, everyone, when we begin to allow the Holy Spirit to teach us and train us and love on us and heal us and deliver us, that love, we can't help but point it out on somebody else. It's just there. We will not keep it to ourselves. God's love is amazing. So in verse and chapter, I said this wasn't going to be long, but it kind of is. So in uh, 1 John 3, see what great love the Father has given us that we should be called God's children. And we are. And then I'm going to go to verse 11. For this is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another, unlike Cain, who was of the evil one and murdered his brother. So love is not going to be talking about murder, taking another's life. And why did he murder him? Because Cain's deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Jealousy has no place in love. Do not be surprised, brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers and sisters. That's Listen, we will know that we are walking as new creations when we begin to truly love our brothers and sisters. The one who does not love remains in death, in darkness. Verse 16, this is how we have come to know love. Now this is, we are looking back in time and we are seeing the sacrifice of Jesus. This is how we come to know love. He laid down his life for us. We should also lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Here's how. If anyone has this world's goods and sees a fellow believer in need, but withholds compassion from him, how does God's love reside in him? Little children. Let us not love in word or speech just by the things that we say. I love you. Hey, sis, I love you. Okay, well, I am in need. I have shared this need with with you or with the body. Yet, I'm still out here on my own and I'm still lacking. Let us not love in word or speech, but in action and in truth. This is how we will know that we belong to the truth and will reassure our hearts before him whenever our hearts condemn us, for God is greater than our hearts and he knows all things. 1 John 4, 7, Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love God's way, that's me, does not know God because God is love. Let me read that again. Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God because God is is love. Here's how God's love is revealed. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. Love consists in this, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, verse 11, if God loved us in this way, we also must love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God remains in us and his love is made complete in us. Mm. Verse 16, and we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. Not love is love, y'all. God is love. And the one who remains in love remains in God and God remains in him. In this, love is made complete with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also we are, are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Instead, perfect love drives out fear because fear involves punishment so the one who fears is not complete in love we love because he first loved us if anyone says i love god and yet hates his brother or sister he is a liar I, that's the word of god okay for the person who does not love his brother or sister whom he has seen cannot cannot love god Whom he has not seen. There is so much. And we have this command from him. The one who loves God. Must also. Love his brother and sister. So we got to love. Y'all don't know me. But I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. You got to love me. Brother or sister in Christ. You got to love that other brother and sister in Christ. That does not mean ignoring issues. That It does mean speaking the truth in love if there's a problem. And sometimes love involves fighting for our brothers and sisters. Fighting for peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. So let's love, let's love, let's love. Let's pour out that agape, that compassion, that that the same way Jesus loved his disciples before he went to the cross, the same way he loved everyone before he went to the cross. And, and it, it does not mean that we don't love outside of those who are Christians. Y'all know that. We love everyone. But it has to start somewhere. It's got to start in the body of Christ because those on the outside need to look in. And they need to be able to say, "Wow, you know what I want that I want that." that's just like a loving family it could be you know a loving godly family the, the love that they love that they share for one another when you look when you're outside looking into that family you see love you want to be a part of that or you want to create that in your own family and when we invite God in he can create that. It's possible, y'all. If it was not possible, it would not. Jesus wouldn't have told us. He wouldn't have told his disciples. uh, John wouldn't have told us. These are uh, inspired scriptures. They wouldn't have told us if it were not possible. But because we have the spirit of Christ living in us, the spirit of God, we have the Holy Spirit. It is possible. Nothing is impossible with God. So it is possible that the most difficult believer, brother and sister, that you have encountered, it is possible for you to love them. So, Father, we just come to you in Jesus' name. We thank you for showing us a little bit more about about your love and how we are to have love for one another. and, And how Jesus poured out his love upon his disciples even before he went to the cross. He showed them what it was to love And I just ask you, Lord God. And then then he went to the cross and showed us the love of God, the love of the Father. And how a parent loved their son, loved his son so much, but he loved this world so much that he sacrificed his own life, just like parents do for their children. Oh, my Father, help us. You have already given us everything we need. So I just pray, God, that everything that is getting in the way of us loving one another fully, the way you want us to love one another, God, all the the impurities and the love that we have seen and all the perversions and and what the so-called love is, God, all of those things that have tainted the true love that you're talking about. Lord, I pray that you would bring that to us. Help us, Lord God, to be delivered and set free. Help us to come to you and say, Lord, my vision of love is perverted. My vision of love is is totally upside down, it has nothing to do with what the Bible says. Lord, deliver me, save me, heal me from from What people have done to uh, to tell me that I would do this and that if I love them. But God, it was all turned around. But now I understand that, that this love that you have for me is amazing. And I want to show that love for others. But it's so hard. I ask you to help me, God. Help me to love the way you love. Help me to see them the way you see them. Help me to love myself, see myself the way you see me, God. Oh, Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters. I pray a great outpour. We're all looking for revival. And yes, that's good. But God, let there be a revival of love in the body of Christ, of true agape love in the body of Christ. Pour it out, Lord. Oh, God, deal with each one of us. Have your way. I thank you. And those who, who have not ever experienced your love, I pray that you would bring them to the throne of grace today in jesus name amen well y'all be blessed have a wonderful day and and feel free if you would wouldn't mind uh, if you're on a platform where you can subscribe please do so and also if you want to share there is a share button Uh, if you're on Spotify, Apple, whatever it is, you can actually share this. You can share it on social media. You click that button, you get a link. You can actually share it onto your personal page. That would be great Um, because somebody else needs to hear this. All right. You can like it, love it, however, but um, let's let's get the word out. Remember, you got to love me. (laughs) All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye.